0: Welcome, welcome to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM one oh six point nine. I'm Nick.
1: I'm Michael.
2: I'm Jennifer.
0: And
1: I'm Andre. Hey And I'm back
0: Yay for Yay. another week. Woo Yes, I was a bit sick last week and out of town, so I had the other guys um
1: We all covered for you. Yeah. We played all the metal you ever wanted.
2: When I'm away yep. that was oh. my
1: fault.
3: Yep.
2: You can blame the other two people that were on the show that night.
3: (laughs) It's Sabaton.
2: Yep. But you should play it with me
3: here. We thought you would be.
1: (laughs) No, you did not. In spirit. (laughs) We were with you in spirit. Yes. Oh, gosh. So what have you guys been up to?
0: Well, since I've been sick, I've been sitting down watching YouTube videos for basically the entire two weeks. Nice. Because I haven't been, like... Every time I, like, go to pick up a game, I, like, play it for a little bit and then go, I'm feeling a bit too, uh, for this. (laughs) Like, I picked up, um, Sekiro Mm. again, played, like, a little bit of it, got to, like, the next checkpoint and went, I can't deal with this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Turned it off again. Yeah. Went, I'm going to watch YouTube videos. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And went on the lounge. Nice.
2: Excellent.
0: How about you guys?
2: Um, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley because it's a game you can just play, and Half Life Two. I've been going through that. Mm-hmm. It's very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Bit of a change of pace. Yeah. Mm. So, did you play through all of
0: them? Like, I don't actually know exactly what the
1: Half Life series. Oh is, no, or? no, but
0: like the actual like. What goes where? Like, is it like, is it episode one or like,
1: yeah?
2: I'm she's just doing Half Life two. She's just yeah, playing. She's playing Half Life
0: two. So you didn't play Half Life one? No. Oh, okay.
2: See, the thing is, is that you know, every game I play, it's generally the sequel game, and <laughs> never the first one. I'm like, what is this? How come I can't play? You know, something like Borderlands one or Half Life or.
3: Though, portal one.
2: Oh well, yeah, Portal. <laughs>
3: Though in the case of games like Battlefront two two thousand five, why would you?
2: Yeah, I haven't played Battlefronts. <laughs> <gasps> Sacrilege! Hey, I'm new to this.
3: <laughs> ah, that's right.
1: Battlefront's cheap. I'll get a you know copy and then we can play together.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's four dollars something currently.
1: Yeah, gets like that. Um, I've been playing Team Fortress, and I've got some news about that later. They had a minor major update that broke everything. <laughs> Yay. Um, I've been playing Satisfactory with a friend and trying to number crunch the heck out of that. That's been fun. Mm. Trying to get everything efficient <laughs> with the most inefficient way possible. Yep. It's, it's a disaster. Um, played a new game called 911 Operator, which was amusing. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, I've heard a little bit about that game, but not all too much. So basically you're a... Uh, uh, you take nine one one calls and and, re- and direct police and ambulance and fire people, but it's mm. cool because it's um it's linked into the this uh, global crowdsourced like map city map mm. website, which means you you can type in whatever city you want. So I was playing it in Armadale, you know, oh, yeah, being a nine one one director and operator in um, Armadale. Then we went to Grafton, and I've got Sydney downloaded and probably going to get Melbourne next and just, you know, see how cataclysmic everything can get. (laughs) I thought for a second there you were going to say it's, like, linked into, like, the
0: national
3: services.
1: (laughs) Like, yeah, you are actually a
0: 911
3: (laughs) operator. It would save save that budget a fortune. Probably, to be honest,
1: yeah. Uh, So that's been
3: fun. What about you, Andre? What have you been up to? Same as last week. Yeah. Sadly, I have been stuck with my prehistoric game because my computer can't... Support pretty much anything. Mm. Flash games are still a challenge.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh fun. Ah, well. Um. Ah. So I've discovered something interesting in the um, in the tech industry, Nick. Mm. You know how everyone's going on the you know it has to be liquid cooled craze. Yes. Yes. Well, this company called Team Group has announced it's going to release, it's releasing the first liquid-cooled M.2.
3: Oh. <laughs> is this the latest um, uh, chassis for a computer? Or? Uh, this
1: is a, um, so an M.2 drive is basically uh, a
3: high-speed storage drive. Yeah, I believe my dad was trying mm. to get one of those. Mm. His last one uh, fried itself last year. <laughs> and it was one that was for a computer, so it had a two terabyte storage. Mm fun. Um but, what
0: why? I don't know. I mean like I understand because I've actually touched one of them in operation. Like had my case panel off and was just like, "Oh, I wonder how hot this is." Touches it. Oh, that is very hot.
4: <laughs> really?
0: So like they probably can get up to like um what? 70 60 70 maybe 80 degrees
1: yeah but But um
0: they do have like those um most motherboards come with like a little thermal pad on it to dissipate the heat yeah Mm. so it's like it makes it like into a a bigger like thermal surface Mm -hmm. but just to straight up
3: water cool the
1: thing Mm. and it's 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 got its own dedicated loop
3: you don't connect it to anything else what are they trying to run a nuclear power station there (laughs) I honestly don't know what they're trying to do. Maybe put some turbines in. So. Become energy efficient.
0: Now you're going to be able to water cool your CPU, your GPU, your memory, and your storage. Mm-hmm. Along with, like, your VRM and your... The little chipset thing that's on your motherboard as well. Yeah. Soon what? you're going to be able to water cool your bloody... Actually, no, you can. You can water cool your power supply. Yeah. There is a power supply that is water cooled. Yeah. What it's what
1: just ha- like...
3: What happens when there's a leak?
1: Oh. Everything
3: dies. Yes. Everything dies. <laughs> and what happens when a fan goes? Uh, eh, you just replace that. When a, when a fan I, goes, that's My not choice so is uh, decided then.
1: <laughs> when a fan goes, it's not so big a deal. Yeah. Um, but in uh, liquid cooling systems, especially if it's not plugged in properly, when a pump goes,
0: oh, everything yeah. dies. you got to, yeah, if the water's not circulating, you have troubles.
3: Mm. Yeah, like Chernobyl.
0: <laughs> just well. on a very small scale, yeah. <laughs> and all it I- all it is is your CPU just fries,
3: and probably your legs if it gets too bad. Uh.
0: <laughs> it's never that bad. <laughs> I mean, they start thermal throttling before anything else.
1: Yeah. So hopefully it's okay. But you're
0: just got to chuck a nick and fry your CPU. Sounds fine. <laughs> um, bad
2: nick.
1: Shh. That's my first time,
2: okay guys? <laughs> have you heard
3: that Corsair has bought out Origin PC? Have you heard that, by the way? Do you know who any of those are? I know, or- is Origin the platform that they have half of the, uh, I think it's Assassin's Creed on Origin? Yeah, or that's, that's
1: that's that platform. Origin oh, PC is a system builder in the US. Yeah,
3: Origin is very irritating. It updates near regularly, and it takes up half the CPU on the computer in order to do so. It's,
1: yeah, Origin's a pain. Um, but Origin PC, a uh, system integrator in the U.S., has been bought out by Corsair. So now Corsair is building PCs. I thought they were owned by somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> I thought they were owned by, by
0: like HP or something, or I Dell, think so. or Lenovo, or some one of those
1: companies. I think so, but they've purchased that branch off of them and you know, just do that now. Why? I don't know. Why? I I, I genuinely
0: don't know.
2: If you're going to ask a why question, (laughs) the answer is always because they can. I'm I'm
0: just in there thinking, like, what financial sense does that make? Mm. I guess that means that Corsair can then make their own PCs. Mm. But I don't know. Why doesn't Corsair (laughs) make its own PCs to begin with? I don't know. Because they're parts. I'll say that they're like a parts place or manufacturer. Mm. But then I realise... They make like basically an entire computer, except yeah. for like a motherboard.
1: Do they make a CPU though? They don't no. make a CPU. So well, that's only AMD
0: and Intel make CPUs. Mm. Oh, and maybe one or another company, but they're mm. not the major ones that you can normally purchase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Corsair make it basically everything else. Okay. Other than the motherboard and the actual CPU itself. Mm. Been saying that, then they can partner up with somebody else.
5: Yeah,
2: I think buying Origin just means that you know they've got the you know factories in place to put it all together.
0: Yeah, uh, but then you you wouldn't exactly get like the factories and stuff because that would still belong to the parent company.
1: Mm. No, you. But um, it's Corsair has the manufacturing capability to make the components. Origin is mm. basically they take those components and stick them together. Yeah. And so I'm now. I think the main (coughs) change so far is Origin just makes PCs with more Corsair parts. Mm, Basically. That's all I can think of. Mm. In other other bits and bobs, um, DRAM is expected to have a crash fairly soon in price, Mm. which is nice. They've been expecting that for a little bit.
3: Mm. Is that to do with uh, RAM for for graphics cards?
0: That's just standard RAM, I believe. Just your your RAM sticks that you chuck in your computer. Mm. Basically, like... I think there was just a shortage of all the chips that y- they put on the RAMs, mm. like the RAM sticks. So basically, the co- production companies are now getting those back in enough surplus.
1: They're actually, so, so they're actually in serious surplus. They've got uh, DRAM manufacturers have three months worth of backs of backlogged unsold stock. That's probably not too much in
0: the so, actual...
3: Industry, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So hopefully they'll start,
0: you know, lowering prices because it'd be nice. So something instead of paying like two hundred bucks for something, you can pay like one hundred and fifty or one hundred and twenty-five mm. for it. Hopefully, that's just pulling numbers out of my ass, but yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, the Valve Index sold out within a couple hours when they released it for pre-order in the U.S. Sounds about right. Um, and it's a thousand-dollar kit. So mm. it sold really quick, and now they've just re-released it again. Say, so, hey, it's, you know, available for purchase again. It'll probably go, like, again. Mm. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's actually one of the best VR experiences you can get right now, too. So hopefully when they start selling it for the rest of the world, <laughs> you know, someone will be able to actually get a hold of it over here so we can find out what it's like. Mm. Because that will be pretty nice. It would be.
0: Because, mm. um, yeah, like,
1: it tracks your fingers and stuff, doesn't it? Ah, it does a whole bunch of um, fancy things. It's also got, you know, the um, special uh, new base stations and things like that, which are just so much better. It's not funny. No, oh, Okay. They've got huge tracking area and accuracy and things like that. That's good because tracking needs mm. to be... So, so it's... Is, yes. Yeah, updated a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's got great audio, built-in display is really good, and the finger tracking controls as well. It's 4K per eye, the screens. So that's pretty good. Yeah? With um, a 120 refresh rate, which can be bumped up in experimental mode to 144.
0: Oh, okay. Hmm. So you must ha- need... Fairly um, good horsepower behind your machine to play it.
1: Yeah, to pump out that.
0: Yeah, because 4K at 120, Mm. that's... uh, And then doing two of them, Mm. that's pretty intensive.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of power. Yeah,
0: I'd say maybe even two graphics cards?
1: Don't (laughs) know. Oh, but that could get a bit off if you're having two graphics cards, <laughs> one for each eye. If they got desynced, things would get weird.
0: Ooh. <sighs> Can't be as weird as half the stuff we've seen on the Vive. True, to be honest, very true. <laughs> I love that one time um, we're having massive tracking issues, and my character went like all the way up and backwards and to the side. So like I could look down at the playing area and, like, we loaded up Beat Saber mm. and just seeing all the blocks come past was so funny. Mm.
2: It was hilarious. I mean, tragic because we wanted it to work, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it was a comedy relief we needed. <laughs> yeah,
0: sitting there troubleshooting the bloody thing.
3: Mm. Oh, I remember having to do things like that. My dad uh, knows how to program and work with computer software, but the problem is I'm the only other person aside from my dad who knows how to do it. My siblings just have a missive of a uh, making things even worse. <laughs> 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 Joes. Yeah, I'm the one that has to do all the graphics updates. Yeah. And half the time there's a bug in those updates, so I have to strip the graphics uh, software from the computer and reinstall it. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, that sounds all sorts of fun. Speaking of drivers, actually, Nvidia's released a new driver which increases performance for Wolfenstein, Youngblood, uh, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, and Madden NFL, which increases performance by 15%. <gasps> Sounds like you can actually just download yourself a new graphics card. <laughs> <laughs> I need an upgrade. Quick, download it.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's what I've been
3: doing. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, well, with the amount of um, updates that they push out.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm. Uh, yeah. Just so you know, GeForce is a pretty nasty thing to work with. That's uh, the place that usually gets all the automatic uh, downloads and updates wrong. Hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, usually better just to install straight from the source if you have the option.
1: Okay. Well, anyways, um, I think we've been going on for long enough now. You've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back after this music break. Oddlington, why are we listening to Tune FM?
0: Back to the Unix radio show and Tune FM 106.9, and hopefully
1: that went through. Uh, the first word didn't because I missed your button. <laughs> Fine. Of course you missed me button. I have to do four buttons today, not three. I oh just, well use two hands then. That's that's so much the more mix. There's so much more work that I I do normally. I do like a, a scroll across the thing. It's just that I press the guard instead of the, the button. Yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway. um, PC gamer can't click buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's been a bit of a development in um, uh, the gambling type thing with video games and stuff. Oh, yeah? So um, this week, or I don't know if it was last week or not, I can't remember actually, um, GTA... Released a new update.
3: Ah, yeah, yeah.
0: That included, like, basically,
1: a casino. It's it's called the Diamond Casino. Yes, yeah,
0: like you get a like you go into a casino and like you get a penthouse and all this stuff. It was actually the update was not pushed to like fifty countries.
1: What? The... They just didn't provide it to certain some countries. Oh,
0: okay. I should say that some parts of it were locked out. To 50 countries. I huh. wonder
3: why since we have so many laws around.
0: Oh, well we are fine. Australia's fine. America's I'm, fine. I'm kind of
1: I find it a bit interesting that Australia is one of the places which isn't concerned with that.
0: Yeah, Australia's literally like oh, gambling or anything in video games. It's not gambling.
2: It's <laughs> Well, I mean Australia doesn't have well, I mean, there's people with problems with gambling, of course, but Australia doesn't care about gambling that much. On mm. the
1: Oh, I don't know. They make a big deal about it when you do your licensing and stuff like that. I think it's because it's in a game that they're not so concerned with. I
0: think that yeah. they've gone with the idea that um, because you're not able to, in a game, buy something with real money, like, say, loot boxes, Buy a loot box with real money and then trade that with, like, um, like in the game itself, there's not a, oh, I can turn this back into money mm. type deal. Like, there are ways to do it. You have to go through third-party sites and actually break your user agreement.
3: So, like, Fallout 76? Uh,
0: I don't know how exactly that uh, would
3: have worked. Because um, you can find items in the game and also sell them off.
0: Okay. Uh. But um can you buy them with real world money? Yes.
3: Yeah, it's because Bethesda made it all uh, Bethesda you could did have a the free thing. trading system. Mm. Of, of course people could go into the developers room and steal the actual high quality <laughs> items from there. Mm. But
0: um yeah, because there's not many ways to actually like go in that circle, I don't think like Australia um, there was like another couple of countries that I remember them listing off as like you know being okay. Like I think New Zealand, America. And
3: America stuff. is a bit debatable because it depends on which state you're in.
0: Yeah, mm. they like to have their state by state laws.
3: It's because they haven't federally decided upon it yet. Mm.
0: But yeah, like, well, anyway, this, dev, um, this push, um, this was not pushed out to some countries, and I thought that that was like strange how like even before the thing was released, they already had patched it in different places to not work fully. And like, mm. so you can't actually do the gambling part of the game, like you can still do all like the story missions and buy your house and stuff like this, but you couldn't actually do the gambling part.
4: Mm.
2: But as developers, you'd have to be aware of those kind of things and, you know, prepare for that.
3: Yeah. They're probably treading the waters to see what the reaction will be. Mm.
0: Yeah, but normally it goes the other way around. They release something and then everybody's like, oh, you can't do this.
3: Yeah, but GTA has already had these issues before where they got mass banned in Australia with previous editions Mm. and in other countries. So they're probably taking a precautionary measure to test the waters Mm. just so they don't get their product thrown out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, sorry. Actually talking about this, you know, uh, gambling and loot box and things like that, um, that kind of goes well into Team Fortress 2's glorious debacle that they've had recently. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, Team Fortress 2 is the granddaddy of loot boxes. Mm. It's like that's where Valve tried it out and all of a sudden they're like, wow, we make so much money. Mm-hmm. This is the greatest thing ever. And now everyone does it. Mm. Um. The items of value in a TF two loot crate are these things called Unusuals, mm. which is basically your standard standard cosmetic of you know, random selection with a random particle effect attached to it. So you can have a snowstorm or you know a pirate ship or
2: cards, cards
1: or money or just it's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, they released a very minor update which had a couple like localization changes, they added in a new cosmetic crate, and for some reason, um, a bug emerged, which was several cosmetic crates, which were quite old, so there's not very many of them around, Mm. had a 100% drop rate for unusuals, where instead (laughs) it was normally a 1% drop rate. Yeah.
2: And like immediately the market crashed and you know, What's yeah. the minimum price you were you paying for an unusual before it?
1: <laughs> uh, so for instance, an unusual hat that was worth around fifty bucks was selling for ten. no, oh. if not less.
2: And the cheapest ones you were like five bucks. Mm.
1: And of course
3: they can't remove those things and do a Bethesda unless they want to anger their entire player
1: base. Well the the thing is is that TF two as well as other games along those ilk from Valve have a quite an avid trading community where people, you know, buy, swap and sell these items to make a profit mm. and all of them were just like no all of my all of my hard you know gained stuff is you know going down the toilet because all of these items now devalued massively yeah
2: but then valve fixed it because they fixed the crate so that they no longer have the hundred percent unusual drop and then they made any unusuals from those drops unmarketable and untradeable
1: mm. really yeah yeah so, so, they they're the, so they did pull a the Bethesda. They're all of those unusuals. Well, like no, you
2: still have them. It's just that you can't sell them or trade ah. them. Mm.
3: So they have learned from Bethesda. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: well, you can't exactly, you know, take it back from somebody yeah. to, you know, pay $3.50 or something for a key to unlock this crate.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the interesting thing is, is that um, the trading community is going absolutely mental about it, because um, they're like, "Oh, you know all these people have um, all these people have um, got um, unusuals who don't deserve them. They didn't earn them by you know trading for them. They just paid money to valve and got one. Yeah, because that was basically what was the case then. You gave them round about five bucks, and you could unbox an unusual. Random, unusual, random effect, but still.
0: Yeah, for something that's supposed to be a like once in a blue moon item. Yeah.
1: Everyone's now got one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um and traders were are are rather massively ticked off about this. Mm Because they're like, Oh, you know, I hate going into a server now and seeing all these people with, you know, unusual hats because it doesn't mean it doesn't make me feel special anymore that, you know. Yeah. All that. And I'm just like You can't really say they're deserved. Money still trans... You know, it's not like they got them for Mm. free. Money changed hands. You bought it. That's just how the market works.
0: It was just an unfortunate time that these... That it was available to everyone. Mm. Basically, like, everyone gets a free pass.
2: In saying that, I mean, if you play TF2, I mean, the only thing you really want is just at least one unusual.
1: Yeah. So... Um, that was rather amusing that, um, that it did that. Yeah, I wonder how that bug actually came about. Apparently the code of, the background code of that game is just utter, utter spaghetti. Oh, really? So it's entirely possible that they, um, just had a sort of a massive, um, just, Mm. They changed. Uh, they changed one thing, and now everything is a mess.
3: Yeah, they changed a point oh one to a 1. Mm. Now here's why, and now this is why, I prefer playing Paradox games, where the biggest glitch that they'll cause in their patch will simply mean that the game crashes. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I would be a bit
0: pissed off if I'm, like, you know, playing a game, like, you know, fairly regularly, and then all of a sudden my game doesn't work anymore. Like, I would think it would
1: be something that I've done. Mm. Not of the amount of mods that I throw on my games, I'd yeah. be fairly
3: convinced it's something <laughs> yeah. I did. In my case, it's usually the mods, but it's usually after a very big patch from uh, Paradox, and it goes for all of them. And most of the patches do actually bring in a lot of good things with Paradox games. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah, despite this is their
3: true. marketing decisions lately. <laughs>
4: hmm.
3: Okay.
1: Um, but that's something that I've kind of wanted to talk with you guys about. It's like um everyone's calling for you know these items to be re- you know traders rather calling for these items to be removed from players' inventories or have their effects removed from them and added a like a counterfeit effect which is looks like the original but is worse and things like that do you think that you know sure people got them for cheaper than normal, but does that make them any less? Like I can
0: understand how you would feel if you've spent what, like, let's say you've spent 50 hours mm. on this game mm. grinding and like trading and stuff like that to get one of these things. And like, you're like, oh yeah, cool. I finally got one. Mm. And then like six months later, now everyone has one because, um, uh, of a silly bug. Yeah. Like I can understand how you'd be pissed. But you can't exactly go, okay, now these people can't have their item. Yeah. Like, especially now because now you wouldn't be able to know who got it with this bug and Mm. who had it beforehand. Yeah.
2: Well, see, the thing is, is that it wasn't like all of them were, you know all the unusuals that ever were were suddenly available, it's just a limited amount because there was only certain crates that were doing it. What
3: mm. about the option so that all of those considered counterfeit items have a um, temporary life cycle so they only exist for say four months instead of being permanent items. So that people who have them have the time to w- play around with them but then it doesn't cause a massive market issue. in the Well see so the oh.
2: thing is it shouldn't cause a massive market issue because Valve has made them untradeable. You can't,
1: you actually can't sell them, yeah, which means the isn't market isn't impacted. Yeah, but there isn't
3: demand for them anymore because people already have them.
1: Yes, that will affect their value a bit.
2: But that means that other Unusuals are now worth more because in a market that's, you know, flooded with things like, I know, Lightning or something, things like Green Flame is suddenly worth a hell of a lot more because nobody else has it. Yeah. So you know it still balances, but should these people be penalised for something that Valve did?
1: Especially, um, especially uh, given that Valve, you know, had to you know people paid Valve in order to get these, which means that if Valve is removing all of their items, is Valve then required to refund this amount of yeah this yeah. money?
0: if you're going to remove something that. Mm. Um, you've given someone in this sense i would recommend like not recommend but i would say that yeah you need to give them either some other thing that's worth as
1: much mm. or give them back their money yeah and that's going to be a real <coughs> mess because i just
2: don't think Valve's was going to do that i think yeah. that the solution they have is is completely acceptable
1: mm. yeah well, people have estimated that Valve has made about a quarter of a million dollars alone from buying one component like because you have to buy a crate and a key in order to open them. Yeah, and uh, crates the crate the affected crates were selling at the minimum five bucks. Yeah, and Valve gets ten percent of that, and then you had to buy a two buck cra- a two buck a
2: three dollar it's actually
1: three dollar fifty key in order to unbox the crate. Okay, so you have to pay eight dollars fifty to open your crate during that. Rush, n- crates are normally valued at three cents. Okay. So just, you know, because you can get given them randomly and then sell them. And yep. nobody wants them because they're kind of terrible. Because and,
2: you've got to pay $3.50 to open them. So. <laughs> yeah. But people
1: were saying that, estimating that Valve has made about a quarter of a million dollars just from key sales alone, excluding the 10% cut they were getting from all the unusual tri- buying and selling and all of the um crates being bought and sold. Oh, okay. So... You know, people were saying, oh, you know, this is terrible that someone at uh, Valve has made this big mistake. You know, I totally expect someone to get fired fairly soon. It's like, you do not get fired for making your company over a quarter of a million dollars <laughs> overnight. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a stuff up. You get up. slapped on the wrist and said, don't do it again. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, I think
2: you given a bonus probably.
3: Yeah. <laughs> or, a, or a nice cushy chair. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So...
1: That's been interesting to um, watch <laughs> to watch and see what's what's going on because mm. every first off everyone freaked out about it and it's like oh this is terrible um, why have we done you know how has this gone so wrong and then now that the bug's been fixed you know how do we manage to screw o- screw over everyone who didn't earn in quotation marks their mm. um, their stuff.
0: Yeah, I reckon what they've done is reasonable. Yeah. Just make it so they can't be traded, Mm. make it so it's an account locked. I mean, people, some people will be fine with just having what they've gotten, but Mm. a lot of other people will be like, okay, yeah, I got this one. Now, like, you know, as you said, like people want an unusual Mm. item, Mm. Like they're probably going to go, okay, now I want to get one that's like quote unquote legit.
1: Yeah. Or, you know... Rarer. Yeah. Rarer or, you know, I just want, one, I just want this particular hat
3: for a different class. it's so why I, so I recommended having the uh, non-permanent option. So all those things that were acquired in that period of time have an expiry date. That gives them quite a few months for them to play around with. But it just means that people... That the original qualities have a higher quality to them. But... Um, i know that other games like combat arms which is largely played online uh, back from i think 2008 2009 that one had the option of uh, you got guns uh, because it was a military shooter yeah Mm. those guns would uh, be non-permanent so you'd have them for 21 weeks or three months or something like that really and though if you purchased certain guns with your own money then they'd be permanent or you got split got special drops in their very primitive loot boxes. Mm. Mm.
0: See, I think half the problem with that idea is that all the rest of the items are permanent.
2: Yes, and you have paid money for these. Because regardless of how you actually ended up with one, you paid money for that. Mm. You did buy it.
0: Especially when it's like you... like It's marketed as you get at least an item from this box that is with your account mm. permanently, like when they bought it. So you can't... Uh, I don't think legally they're allowed to go back now and go like, okay, yeah, now these are not now permanent items. Mm. So there's that whole situation with that. But
2: I think if they did something like that, like the whole community would go into uproar again because suddenly that would probably apply to all the crates, and they would like, "Yeah, but
3: you need <laughs> we to have, have
2: a training community over this. Yeah, mm. you need
3: to have it already built into the game. Mm. Yeah. Either slowly bring it in or have it brought in from the beginning.
1: Yeah. Well, the other, the other issue is that right now what they've done is a stopgap measure, and people do point out the fact that it's entirely possible that you know, if they don't revert that and just have everything go back to normal... And just treat this as people just opened a lot of crates and got really lucky. Mm. Um, that there could be um, legalities coming into it that you know, Valve can't punish people for a mistake that Valve did. Mm. I don't know how you know how pedantic people would have to be to take Valve to court over you know. <laughs> that but um, um
0: I would actually assume that some people actually make a living off the trading oh, yeah. in the game.
1: Well um Jennifer's friend who's finished with the uni now, but um she actually went and made a you know, decent chunk of money out of trading and used it to you know fund first year of university. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Well when you for instance, when you've got items in Team Fortress worth around about um like, I think it's like three grand or more. Mm. Um Which sold for like, I think someone sold one for five bucks over that crash. Um, <laughs> I've seen that uh, pop up and everyone's freaking out about that. Yeah. Because that's like the most expensive item in the game. <laughs> so that was amusing. Um, anyways, we should probably go to a music break again, shouldn't we? Mm. And don't worry, Nick, this time I will make very sure to push your button first. <laughs> yes. It'll be good. <laughs> right, well, you've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back after the break. Billy.
6: What do you want for me? Why don't you run for me? What are you wanting? of me, why do you care for me, when we all fall asleep, where do we go, come here, say it, spit it out, what is it exactly, your pain is the amount, cleaning you out, am I satisfactory, today I'm thinking about, the things that I did, You expected me to make you my art and make you a star and get you connected.
2: on at TuneFM. (laughs) Nicks radio. <laughs> 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 I said I would get Nicks mic first. You're going
1: to
3: get you always don't put a ball on. And Promise fulfilled. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I've got you.
3: No. It's
0: not fair. It's not fair at all.
2: At any rate, Welcome back to the UNIX Radio <laughs> Show where Michael is gloriously stuffing up the gunboard' <laughs> <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs>
0: Not my fault. Uh, I did give him a bit of a bamboozle because I've just turned to Jen and, and said, oh, yeah, um, you want to talk about a little bit about Half-Life 2? Well, I'll let you uh, introduce the show again because I didn't want to do it.
4: Mm.
3: And I... Got him good. (laughs) Feels bad. Well, I know pretty much nothing about Half-Life 2, so you guys are the experts.
2: (laughs) So, basically, Half-Life 2 is first-person shooter where you're dumped into the city and you've basically got to find your way through the underground to help, I guess, the revolutionists? Yeah. They're working on, like, a teleporter. But... It's, it doesn't hold your hand at all. It's like, so you're here, um, we're not going to give you any clues about where to go. You're just going to have to find it on your own.
0: Just kind of stumble in a direction and see where it leads you.
2: Yes, and if you get stuck, well, you know, you may have to go back. and. <laughs> yeah.
0: Backtrack a little bit and yeah. go a different way. So how are you finding the plot so far? Because I've only, I've never actually played the games myself, and I know only little bits and bobs about the plot, and it seems like it's very weird, to say the least.
2: Okay, so it would have been better if I had played Half-Life, because I believe that something big happened in the first well, game. Because you've got... Like,
1: the thing is, with Half-Life 1 and 2, something big did happen in the first game, but... It doesn't have very much at all in in the way of impact with the second game. The stories of the two are kind of disconnected. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: But basically, I think the leader of, I guess...
1: Resistance?
2: No, I was talking about the leader of the other people.
1: Oh, the Combine. That's what they're called. Yes, the
2: Combine. So basically, um, I gather that they're putting people into different cities that are numbered. But at the city you're dropped off at the combine the big bad I guess um, basically those are the guys that you're destroying yeah because <laughs> basically you go around and shoot all of their soldiers
1: <laughs> sounds about right yeah um, and the worst part is is that Jen was looking through a walkthrough, and she spent ages trying to get to places and things like that and then um, and it's like oh you know and she gets this new item. She's like, oh, this is the best item. And um, what was it?
2: Gravity guns. So yeah. you use it to, you know, you can use it to grab objects or throw them. Or, yeah. And then they're like, oh, by the way, early in the game, you get the gravity gun. I'm like, oh. oh
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? It feels bad.
2: Because, like, you could, you've could, you just, you know, you've spent so long going, well, probably not so long, but it just feels like forever that you've been going through these tunnels and shooting barnacles because barnacles are really annoying. Mm. and Somebody's probably seen Gary's mod, but they've got the barnacles in them.
0: The little head crab things.
2: Oh, yeah, them too. They're not so bad. It's the barnacles that are bad. They grab you and... you.
0: Oh, yeah, the little, like, weird things that have, like, the little sticky tongue that comes out of them and they lift you up. Yeah.
2: Like, you can be in a vehicle and go underneath one and it'll grab you out of the vehicle. It's
0: annoying.
2: But then you get to stages where you've got a chopper that's firing at you that does a lot of damage... That you can't do absolutely anything against.
1: Well, until you get a rocket launcher. That's 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 also gravity. early in the game. Gravity gun, grab it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I wish.
2: Nah, it's not that good a gravity gun. Oh. She hasn't
1: she hasn't I've been telling her all the tips and tricks that you can do with the gravity gun, and she still steadfastly refuses to pick up explosive barrels and throw them at people. <gasps> Aww.
2: Because I did that and it exploded on me. Well, <laughs> I
3: do have one question. for. I'm not too sure whether you've played them, but have you played Bioshock, any of you guys? I have, yes. Which one would you consider, uh, consider to be more uh, outright almost impossible to play? Because both are extremely difficult to try and work out all the puzzles, even f- with playthroughs. I found...
1: I didn't have many... I can't remember having many issues with puzzles and things. It was more just a case of finding my way around. Yeah, that
3: was the chief problem with Bioshock. Yeah. It's
2: uh, a bit like that with Half-Life 2. Yeah. And, you know, I got to a stage where you've got this little boat, and that's the part when you get a massive gun on your little boat to <laughs> shoot down choppers.
1: And she's very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sailing around mowing down people. <laughs>
0: I'm just sitting there going, like, okay, now with the physics of little boat and big gun,
1: does big gun push little boat? Big gun is awesome because big gun is a bullet hose <laughs> and it doesn't, like, reload a clip. It just regenerates ammunition. Oh, so you okay. stop shooting it and then ammo number go- starts ticking back up again really quickly. <laughs> and you're just like, yes. Yeah. It Come back to me.
5: <laughs> it's great. Precious.
1: Just bullet hoses everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. That's certainly been entertaining to um, watch because I haven't played it in such a long time that I've got no idea how the puzzles work. Mm. I think I've only played about an hour of one of them mm. on
0: the orange box on, geez, it would have been on, I think, Xbox 360 at this point.
3: Yeah. I mean, those games are old. Oh, yeah. You're talking about uh, the Half Life or the Bioshocks? Half Life, yeah.
2: Well, see, I've, the thing that I struggled with originally was changing weapons mm. because you know how you generally scroll through weapons or, you know, yeah. press button and it goes, rotates through. Yeah. You've got to press a number and then you've got to, like, right click. Yeah. And took me a bit to get my head around that because everything else is just, you know, automatic change of weapons. And yeah, then back y- then you didn't do that. You,
0: like, press two, like, three times or something to get a particular weapon. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: Yet it's something of a pain, because mm. um, I think with Gary's mod, you just you can scroll through them.
3: Hey, it's designed so you can fool around. I mm. understand. I have no idea about Half Life, but my brother was playing it since I was still in school. <laughs> but, um, Gary's mod, at least. Mm. Mm. I
0: have it on my computer, and I really want to play it with friends and stuff like that, but nobody wants to play it with me, and I'm just like, oh. oh." (laughs) I I, I want to shoot my friends in terrorists. That's because you missed the window. Yeah. Or like murder, where (laughs) you literally have a knife. Just stab people. Yeah.
3: Have you you seen some of the ones where they're trying some of the playthroughs where... Just people fooling around on there, where they're trying to recreate things like Home Alone and whatnot, all those various, all no. those various, uh, particularly winter themes they like doing, where people or the Purge recreations.
1: Oh, okay, it's a shame that Gary's mod isn't cheaper because um, it would be great to get Gary's mod together, put up a server for it at, um, at our twenty-four hour games night, mm. which is happening over the tenth and eleventh, for you know. People who would like to know. Yeah. We have booked out the dates. The stro said it was fine. Yes. So yeah. yeah that's something to get excited about. That'll be really cool. Well,
3: knowing uh, quite knowing the ages of half the people that are in the club that probably would most of them have a uh, Gary's mod in their Steam collection. Mm. I don't. I could afford it though. I totally uh, get Gary's Mod. I know that I have it only because my sibling was obsessed with it when yeah. I was still in school. <laughs> 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 which was over seven years ago. Mm hmm. <laughs> Well, almost. Well yeah, that 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 could be something fun to do
1: actually, having yeah. Gary's mod, you know, TTT or murder or something yeah. like that big LAN party. So look forward to that. We'll look at getting that set up.
2: Yeah. That'd be cool. That's
1: totally not gonna be complicated at all. No, totally not. Then again it's source and the And the one game engine which is like the easiest to find documentation on for running servers is Source. It's just like everyone has tried to run a server
3: on with it. At some point or another. How's the big Halo thing coming along?
1: Um, I mean, we'll just need to grab... It's TVs and TVs and like, I think consoles. a couple copies of the game. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just sort of plug it all in.
3: Yeah. So is that supposed to be next week or the week after?
1: Uh, so the 10th and the 11th isn't next weekend, it's the weekend after. Mm, so yeah. the second weekend of August. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, should be good. Uh, what we've typically done is we start like midday Saturday, then finish midday Sunday. Yeah. So I think that's probably what we'll do again. Yeah, definitely. Have, you know, barbecue going. Last year they did pancakes for breakfast. I could totally do it, you know. But that means I have to cook pancakes. I can do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not really against it, but it's just like.
2: What if other people were to cook the pancakes? I'm I'd love th-
1: that.
0: I'm used okay, to that. Okay, well, it then you've home.
2: got two volunteers to cook pancakes.
1: <laughs> I think I just got volunteered. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> well, usually I do crepes back home. They're the great variants of pancakes. Mm.
1: Mm. Well, if you're going to make pancakes and I'm going to bring myself a steak, <laughs> <laughs> have my own barbecue.
3: Yeah. So they already give the, the ingredients for us to work with?
1: or um, um, It's something the club, you know, the, so the Game Society will, you know, provide. basically will provide. Yeah. So kay. we'll do our normal barbecue and then breakfast was like, I think we did it for free last time because oh, everyone yeah. was just dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no one had a soul. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we'll see what we do this year, but it should be you know, yeah, pretty good either way.
0: We're still organizing it, but we've got the date set down. Finally. And, yeah. And, um, yeah, we're going to send stuff out on Facebook and stuff like that as well. So. yeah,
1: it'll be good. It's a bring your own. If you have a rig, please bring it. Yeah. Because,
0: you know, bring it down. We're going to have enough, like, room and stuff. So oh, yeah.
1: We're have to get a few extra tape. We'll have to ask the store if they have spread tables. Oh, yeah.
3: Are you also it's going to tell everyone
0: about what's going on tomorrow? Okay, we still haven't figured out exactly where we're, gonna, where we're going to be. But yeah. But we will not be in the stro tomorrow night. Mm. Which, is, which is very sad. Because, um, yeah, they've booked it out for uh, dinner or something. Mm. So we get chuffed off.
1: Yeah. That's mm. one, it's probably one of the balls that they're doing that everyone's insisting on doing. Yeah. Silly people. Like the six
0: different balls. Mm. That
1: was the aggro
3: one. Don't know. Uh it was all right.
2: It was all right, see. Um usually they have really good speakers, but this year it was kind of Man. So I
3: was so I was right in not going then.
2: Well, I mean it's really good food usually. I mean the problem was was that the lamb was like Yeah. So it was Chunky. really tough to Big like, chunky. You know, chunk did you have lamb. a good cutting knife? No.
3: Oh god. It was just
2: a standard knife. So, <laughs> like the food was good, except it was just really, really hard to cut through the lamb, and I had the lamb. Yeah. So. Mm. Well, we had
3: lamb today, and I was one of the first people to get the steak knives. Nice. <laughs> Everyone else seemed to follow me after that. <laughs>
6: <laughs> hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh god. Don't get don't get this group started on food. Oh. <gasps> gonna end badly
3: (laughs) i'm already shouldn't have brought brought up pancakes earlier yeah
1: Yeah. to be fair you're kind of right um so yeah i'm totally gonna be excited for that because i can actually bring up a good computer now Mm. instead of a laptop which is gonna be you know happy days nick's just you know (laughs) casually dies (laughs) leave my sneezes alone (laughs) (laughs) My
0: friends know my sneezes. Mm. They're like little mini face explosions. Are they
1: still listening to you on Discord? Yeah. Just stalking you? <laughs> it's weird, okay? <laughs> Hearing
0: your own voice come through Discord, it's weird. Fun times indeed. You're just like, what? That's what I see. I'm like, oh.
2: No. See, I'm used to what I sound like, because I had to hear my voice throughout my childhood recorder back to me, because I used to, back in the day when they had tape recorders, (laughs) I did tape recordings to send to my teachers.
3: Ah, I used to do a lot of tape recording, but they stopped really doing any of those sorts of things roughly when I turned about six. So we still had a little kiddie cassette thing that we used to record our voices to, but Aside so from that, I didn't really listen to mine for a while. Now when I do, I sound like I'm Reese Bloody Mog.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, um, the other day, they had m- me playing through Discord, and I did, I thought they were listening to something completely different. <laughs> and it turns out it was my voice, and I was just like,
7: huh? what? So <laughs> That's the, me?
0: So are these your fanboys? No, oh, no, it's just literally one of my friends actually watched, like... He goes on to, um, I don't know if it's Spotify or. Um, yeah, it's Spotify.
3: Uh, we're on a
0: couple of different things. I can't.
2: Yeah, it's exactly not just Spotify and iTunes either. Yeah. There's another couple of websites that have it up.
3: Yeah, like, it the main one I was directed to was Spotify.
0: Yeah. And we also are up on TuneFM as well, hmm. but yeah. So he listens to one of them. I don't know exactly which one, but he listens to them after. So um, I've told them all, like you know, you can log you can log in right now and like. Mm.
2: It streamed on so many different websites that you can listen to it live.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, like, plays it afterwards and listens to it, like, every week. And, like, there's just some times where he's just like, oh, I'm on Discord with them all, play.
3: And I'm just like, don't do that. No. No. <laughs>
2: Anything but that.
3: Mm. Oh, I enjoy listening to my voice, mainly because it <laughs> makes me work out what the hell I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Oh, God.
3: See, I I
0: just get that little bit of like dissonance where it's like you can half tell it's your own voice, but then half it's a bit weird because you're not actually speaking at the time. Mm. So you get that dissonance of hearing your own voice, but not speaking. And you're just like, this does not compute. Yeah. (laughs) Brain does not compute. Mm.
2: See, for me, the thing is, is that, you know, you hear your voice, but you don't actually hear it. Whereas mm. when it's recorded back to you, you're like, so that's what I actually sound like? <laughs>
3: yeah, and you just like uh. Well my one's even worse because I've got a weird combination of mostly English and slightly Australian accents. So Ugh. it's very, very <laughs> weird to listen to when you think you're speaking proper English.
1: You think your accent's
3: mess. <laughs> well, I've been here for over twenty three years in Australia, so somehow I've managed to keep the accent. Mm. <laughs> okay. And and I'm
1: twenty three. Well, <laughs> Well, here's a, here's an interesting little question for you. Who? What, what's the accent of the person who taught you to read? Uh, Australian. Australian, okay. Because what we found back at home is that the accent of the person who taught you to read was what stuck. My mum taught me to read, so I sound more American. Hmm. My brother got taught by dad, so he sounds more Australian.
3: Yeah, my mum did help me to learn to read a bit, but I mainly just stuck through it myself. Hmm. When I was three, but mm. I've been through a lot of education with tons of proper Australian-accented people, and I've never picked it up. But all of my other siblings, mm. who weren't born in the UK, they all have very Australian accents. Huh. Because it, it could also be a thing where, um, like what you listen to. And uh, no! Uh, aside from the odd BBC production on TV, it's mainly nineties. No. I, I meant like when pictures. you were
0: uh, when you were like really really
3: young. Yeah, I used to listen, to, I used to watch Blinky Bill.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> when, like, when you were born and, you know, for the first, you know, how long were you in the UK before you left?
3: Less than a month.
2: Less than a month, okay. Okay,
0: that, that puts That's a hole a in different. that theory. <laughs> uh, I
2: have, then it's uh, just your genetics.
3: Uh, <laughs> I, well, my mum's Australian, but she was raised in the UK, and my dad's from South Africa. Okay. Um, also, I do have autism, so it could just be sh- through sheer stubbornness because I don't have a proper English accent. Mm. I speak...
0: Like a weird mix.
3: I speak... Uh, the, like When you're trying to learn another language like German or Italian, I'm speaking not proper... I'm speaking what is considered proper English, but you wouldn't find too many English people in the UK actually speaking like me. Mm. It's sort of the English accent that people are taught in school. Mm. Okay. Which for some reason, I have picked up for whatever reason. <laughs> 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 just have an accent now. It could be all those American productions. Could be. Mm. Uh, so but here's you a
2: know when I first met you, I didn't pick your accent as American or English. I kind of leaned towards more South African accent.
3: Yeah, I do have a bit of inflection of that. Mm. So here's a funny little bit of
1: tech that I just discovered. Elon Musk has decided that he's, you know, listened to all of our problems and he's come up with the solution.
2: Area fifty one, right? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> Teslas can the Teslas, because the console of the Tesla is just a computer screen, mm. can now stream Netflix and YouTube. Only when you're parked though. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sure you can probably come a work come with a workaround.
3: Well, just use your phone till then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just make sure you're
3: not passing a cop.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's... It's like, he just keeps on coming up with the most random stuff. It's what? just like... He put
3: a bloody car in space.
1: For the lols. <laughs> He's
2: At, rich, okay? <laughs> when you're rich, you do stupid stuff because you can afford it. I yeah. just get onto that Mars
3: mission already.
0: <laughs> I actually think the um, Tesla company... I don't know exactly what their name is. It's probably just
1: Tesla. Yeah, I think it's just Tesla.
0: Um, I think they've developed, like, some weird, like... Thing that you put behind your ear as well yeah, they've, yeah. I they've
1: actually they've actually come up with a thing which is a brain implant with a, a which connects to a unit which you also c- attach behind your ear which basically allows you to send uh to control a computer uh they've tested on monkeys they've asked for accelerated permission to go to human trials basically immediately mm. they've tested on monkeys and monkeys can operate computers with their brain oh
3: well, I certainly don't want to be like in those nightmarish New Doctor Who episodes from back in 2006 then. I'm oh, not yeah? planning to be a Cyberman. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh,
2: think that sounds like a like atrociously bad idea. Yeah, yeah
3: what happens if uh, one day Elon Musk decides he wants to be dictator of the world and sends in various programs?
1: <laughs> or if someone else decides to you know, use it. It's tech. It can still be hacked. I do not want to be, you know, getting adware in my head.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you're going to be able to, like, necessarily control somebody's brain with it. Hmm. Because it's not like, um, it. from what it sounds like, it doesn't seem like it's a thing where all of your brain and all of your movements go into this chip and then that chip sends it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like you have to like do a specific thing with your brain. So basically, they'll only be able to do a specific thing back to
3: your brain. But and are sp- you willing to risk it, especially with Elon Musk? It'll I
0: mean. probably also stop at the chip itself and uh, not actually go into the brain. Uh,
2: well, the problem is, is that you know you'd have to look at the science behind it. How your brain is sending messages that. Going wires, to which, wires
1: attached to individual segments of your brain. Which it's is, quite a process.
3: Which is that why does not should,
2: sound pleasant. <laughs>
3: which is why he should probably uh, not go into the fast tracking of the human trials just yet. We are a bit more sentient than chimpanzees, I must say.
1: I don't know. He is based in the US. <laughs> I'm
3: sure he can find some, you know, <laughs> similar. stuff If he wants to do <laughs> that sort of stuff, go to China. Mm. Says
0: our resident American. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, I mean, just for that comment, I'm going to do our, you know, crush Nick's soul for the day. <laughs> no,
0: no, I got away from it last week. <laughs> yeah, put on Lady uh, Gaga.
1: <laughs> do you guys remember Flappy Bird, which was like no. massively popular in schools? Uh, no. what yeah. Where are you going with this No, <laughs> You know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Flappy car or something. Stupid thing! It's, it's called Flappy Royale.
3: Oh! <laughs> is this is some sort of YouTube <laughs> name.
1: No, it's a, it's an actual, um, it's a multiplayer oh, Flappy Bird, which they've called Flappy Royale. <laughs> so it's like you get a little ghost of all the other players, and then you can see your your, you know, character just flapping along. Gee. Yep. As that's all. <laughs> Consider your mission a success. Yeah. And you do indeed show up on the map in a bus. It's now an open beta on iOS and Android. Check it out. <laughs> I
0: uh that that's uh our segment now <laughs> uh you've been listening to tune FM 106.9 unix radio show you will be back after oh God yeah hey, I don't want that
8: anyway. It's really hard when you're done. It's all changing days. I can't even go to my best friend's place. This is kind of feeling bad. I don't even wanna know what the morning has to offer me. It's 2 a.m. It's almost 3. I don't wanna move from the high that you give. Talk about my feelings and the vibes and the stitch. I can't even think. What to talk with your kid When the fish fallin' over your feet for the pity. I'm sleeping on the floor tonight. Yeah. I'm talking on the phone tonight. Yeah. I'm fucking in the walls tonight. Yeah. I don't want that anyway It doesn't even make no sense Hey, I don't want that anyway It doesn't even make no sense Hey, I don't want that anyway
3: was Hey, I don't want that anyway by aka Louie. If you've got a certain song you'd like to request us to play on air, please drop us a message on our Facebook page. As long as, is,
1: as long as it is not explicit and suitable for air, we will do our best to make sure that your request is accommodated. We like to welcome all music fans or all or, or fans oh or, excuse me. We'd like to welcome fans of all kinds of music, I got there in the end, to listen to TuneFM, so if you would like a certain song to be played, drop us a line and we'll see if we can make it happen. You're listening to TuneFM on 106.9. Coming up next, we have Grip by Sieb on UNE student-powered radio. As
9: the nighttime bleeds into the day, tomorrow spills across the sky, and the suns are harsh. Reminder why we are feeling badly human. We don't know what's good for us, because if we... I should just walk away, walk away But it grips me, it grips me But I should call it a day And make my way, oh it grips me Cause the devil's got my my arms And it pulls me back into the night But I should just walk away Drunk on this unholy wine To deliver us from our own minds The promise of a better time So we're feeling barely human And wash my memory clean Oh, I would rather forget And wash my memory clean I would rather forget forget Wash my memory clean clean. I would rather forget forget Wash my memory clean Cause the devil's got my own
1: And we're back. Welcome to Chune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show. I'm taking over here because I can't trust literally <laughs> anyone else to do an intro, apparently. <laughs>
2: oh, I haven't been given the <laughs> choice yet. I was going yet. to do well, an intro and you didn't put me on.
1: <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell me you were going to do an intro. <laughs> of if course. you had been
2: listening, you would have realized that.
1: Yeah. Listen to stuff on the radio. that you take me for?
2: <laughs>
3: a news anchor.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I just, I just read news. I can only read what is directly in front of my face on a teleprompter. No uh.
0: adaption whatsoever.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Um, we just start sending, like, a, a script to the computer
3: <laughs>
1: for you to, it's like, okay, talk now. He's the American
3: text-to-speech device.
1: Ooh, we could set up a channel on the new Unix Discord for crowdsourced radio chatter. <laughs> that could get wrong fast. Oh, so this new Star Wars game, do you guys know, like, anything about it?
3: Uh, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, Fallen Order is... Is my mic working? Yeah. 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 So Fallen Order, Star Wars Fallen Order, is set after the, of course, the Empire takes over. Hmm. I'm not too sure what the time period is. It may be set a few years after the Empire comes about or close to when Luke comes about. Uh, for those who do know the star, old Star Wars timeline, I'd say it's probably set bef- just after... Or Maybe five, six years after the Empire starts out. But uh, it's uh, basically a Jedi apprentice from during the previous era, uh, mm. during before the Empire started. He is basically trying... It, the game is about his survival amongst the Empire's severe oppression of the galaxy. So... Uh, yeah, I think it is set just after the Empire takes over. Yeah, just after Revenge of the Sith. Because they're doing a lot of uh, Jedi hunting, and that's and he is a former Jedi apprentice that somehow survived, that has to survive against the best uh, Imperial Inquisitors, Stormtrooper Legions, all the various things that Palpatine has, and probably Darth Vader too, knowing how obsessed he was with hunting Jedi. Mm. It's a very interesting time period that I'm surprised that Disney hadn't actually gone into until very recently. Yeah. There's a lot of books about it. Mm. Yeah, but they demolished all of that, didn't they? Yeah, uh, judging from how the character looks, and from what I can tell with the backstory, I wouldn't be too surprised if he if they are actually basing it upon one of the characters in um, Legends called, Legends was the old book series that Disney got rid of, <laughs> called Ferris Olin, who was an uh, apprentice that uh, got kicked out of the Jedi Order just before Order 66 came about and of course uh, he survived and uh, about a year after the Empire came about he, uh, through the help of Obi-Wan Kenobi just kicked things off uh, started collecting other Jedi so that he could start a small insurrection against the Empire and I won't spoil things too much but let's just say it didn't exactly go all that successfully because the Empire was still about hmm. The d- being very
1: confident in the way that they're advertising this. And this is an EA game. Mm. So it could be good, you know, with the EA trying to get back to what they're, you know, actually good at doing. Or it could be terrible because they've added these new surprise <laughs> mechanics of, you know, loot boxes. And they've already, they've confirmed that they've got cosmetics and different cosmetics there. So mm. that's, yeah.
0: You know. But isn't it a single player Yes, it's supposed to be, but this is EA we're talking about. I I would understand if they had like a multiplayer
3: uh, section of the game. Mm. Because that was one of the most successful parts of things like um, Force Unleashed when they had the option to it. Mm. So like, I don't think that it's going to be as heavily
0: monetized. Well, they they
1: said it has no multiplayer. No microtransactions and no on-launch DLC. Oh well, no no post-launch DLC. So what you get is what you get.
3: Understand that this is EA, and they're probably just doing this because they know that we are staring at them with Mm. pitchforks raised (laughs) and (laughs) and the torches. Well, uh, <laughs> it's like don't ruin this one. They're putting Jeez. themselves on a high pedestal
1: cuz they're kind of comparing themselves to Dark Souls here in a in a bit. Well, if you look at the Dark Times after the Empire came out,
3: it's very similar to Dark Souls. Well, they've got um,
1: they, they have mechanics in it such as uh, bonfires in Dark Souls. Yeah. You rested it resets all the enemies. It resets minor enemies, not all of them. Yeah. And that's how you get you resupply your healing stuff mm. as well just yeah you know, dark soulsy mm. dark souls 101 yeah um so
0: hopefully like i reckon it's it is a good mechanic mm-hmm. like the whole resting and doing that as long as it makes sense in the universe so like um for this one like literally it could just be reinforcements coming along yeah. that's why enemies are coming back and stuff yeah. like that yeah. f- but it does make a good progression throughout a game the bonfire system. Mm. So I'm not against anybody else using that type of system.
3: The biggest problem that I'd say they'll probably have for it is that even if they have a very good story and they have good mechanics, does the actual gameplay have a soul to it? Mm. Because most modern EA games do not have a soul to them. Well, by kind of the look of it, it
0: looks a bit like... um, what was the old one?
3: The Force, Force un- Unleashed? Yeah. yeah. It looks Force a bit un- like that, but yeah. better. Well, it mm. looks like a cross between the Force Unleashed and just looking at how the models are, Battlef- Battlefront 5. Mm. Sorry, not Battlefront, Battlefield <laughs> 5. It's got that sort this is what I'm most wary about that it will, the gameplay itself will feel soulless, which is one of the reasons why I don't really like the new Battlefields and the new Battlefront for that reason. It mm. doesn't have a soul, they don't have souls to the gameplay. It's too lifelike, too. It's just too. Realistic type yeah, thing. You need to have it so it feels like it's a game, not, a, not an arcade, not real life. Mm. Like with. Um, the advantage that they had with Force Unleashed was that it, yeah, they had, and it was based upon the actual at, the actual faces of the actors. Because the guy who plays as um, Gallen Marrick or Starkiller, that um, I think is Sam Witwer. He looks like the character, because it's based upon him. All of the main characters um, um. that have their faces sewn aside from Palpatine, who is also voiced by Sam Witwer, who also voices Maul in the... Uh, animated show uh, animated uh, clone wars and rebels um he played as the emperor for that but yeah all of the faces that you see in that thing are based upon the actual actors mm. and they do the acting animation that they used for the men.
0: okay yeah like the um the yeah when they're in the green suit with all the little balls yeah. on them
3: but the actual gameplay itself has a soul to it mm. you've got vibrance you've got power you go it's not well it's not absolutely beautiful clear-cut Wonderful graphics that you can see every bit of it. Mm. No, it's grainy enough so it looks like it's an actual game.
4: Mm.
1: Well, here's something that, um, Nick, you'll probably appreciate. Um, in a, in an interview with the combat designer Jason Deharis of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, mm. he said um, that it's a, you know, um, they were, you know, really happy about how their combat system was um enjoyed how people liked it, and that they're really glad that this new Star Wars game is copying their combat system.
3: Have you played it, you guys?
0: I've played Sekiro. What's it like? Oh, it's very fast paced. It's um a lot of very reactionary. Yeah, I'm S- fine with those. So it's it's
3: and it has a heavy emphasis on parrying. How's the animation and gameplay itself feel? Like, it, outside of the battle combat, how's the moving around? How's your interactions with the world?
0: So, basically, you're a shinobi in that game. So no, no. no.
3: How does it feel? How it does it look? It feels
0: really good, and it feels like how an actual person would run around in a game. Like in,
3: in a game or in...
0: Like, how game. a person yeah. would run around and use these types of yeah. things. Like, they have a grappling hook. So like, you know, you use you it just looks and feels yeah. good. It doesn't necessarily feel realistic. Yeah, that, it it feels good and like I just love that game. Um it's I have in quite thoroughly enjoyed the entire Dark Souls series. I didn't really play Bloodborne all that much or Demon Souls beforehand, but um yeah i really love dark souls and this is completely different but from the same company and i like how they're able to do something different with the same base mechanics like the whole bonfire respawn everything comes back
3: stuff another thing that i say is probably a problem with most especially disney era of star wars and you can see it even you can't really see it in the animation because they haven't bothered to do it have you noticed how in Star Wars, the latest ones, when a, bla- when a blaster bolt hits something, it looks like plasma, as in actual plasma. Mm. Like it has droplets that drop out for when it hits something. It's not mm. just sparks, or it's just not a little flash on the screen. Mm. Nowadays, it looks like it's an actual plasma bolt. Mm. And the same with the lightsabers. It lo- looks like a plasma weapon. Mm. That's Whereas traditionally, it's been Light. Yeah. It looks like light, even though it's supposed to be plasma, it acts differently. Yeah. So they've gone with a hyper-realistic interpretation of what they've read on Star Wars, instead of trying to fit what fits with the theme of Star Wars. Mm. Mm. And if they managed, because you've already boosted my confidence with what you've said on them using their stuff from the other game. Mm. So if they manage to get that right and don't pull an EA and just go hyper realistic, I'd say I'll probably go and grab that game when I can.
0: Hmm. Yeah. All I'm saying is that, um, I like the progression, like how that progression system works. Um, and I do like seeing other games take inspiration from a game that I love. Um, but I can't actually say for sure, um, that. This game's going to like the Star Wars game is going to be good simply because it has this design. I would recommend if you're looking at buying it yourself.
3: Wait till it comes out.
0: Wait till it comes out. See what it's actually like, because it's still like in its er- like, not early development, but like early release hype yeah. train at the moment.
3: Yeah, if uh, if uh, they wanted to get my full confidence in it, they should have simply had LucasArts declare itself a subdivision of EA or simply have EA give over temporary license to LucasArts mm. to do a game. Because mm. they've actually proven themselves,
0: <laughs> unlike EA. But are LucasArts still around?
3: They, they still do exist, they just don't produce any <laughs> games. They just don't do anything. Sounds they only right. do the movies now.
4: Mm.
0: Um, another thing I've heard about the game is that um, it's kind of Castlevania uh, Metroid-esque where you will get, like, abilities or, like, some type of item in one world that you then use. You go back to a world that you've, recent, uh, that you've previously been on and it unlocks more in that world.
3: Yeah, that should be fine because so, that's yeah. what they... They had a similar thing like that with Force Unleashed... At least well, a very primitive version, because mm. you had the, I think it was, Ebon. something, no no that no that's a different one, different Star Wars game. <laughs> Ebon Falcon I think was a different one or something. Uh, no, um, I think it was no Eclipse was the captain. Well, whatever the ship that they had. Mm. Um, you had the, I think it was only on Xbox, but you had the ability to move around at different sections of the ship. Okay. Whereas with the Whereas with the Wii version,
0: it was just the one. Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't know exactly how this game is going to turn out. It does look good in my I've seen a little snippets here and there of it. Mm. And it does look interesting and does look good. But you're going to have to wait until the game's actually yeah. either more towards release. Yeah. Or it's more like... It's actually out and people are playing it and you actually see what the game is like yeah, to make your own decisions.
3: I'd say another advantage that uh, Force Unleashed also had over the current EA stuff is that EA has been obsessed with cinematics mm. to the point where even the units themselves look like they're part of a cinematic. Whereas uh, Force Unleashed, you simply moved around in the campaign that characters would be talking with one another or they'd have their dialogue things. But yeah. you wouldn't have all that many cinematics. Aside from special action moves.
0: Yeah. And all the, um, and, like... a, and final death blows. Yeah. Anyway, um, we might go to a quick music break. Yep. So, Sounds good to me. Um, this has been the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and we will be back.
10: Take off till I let you go. It breaks my heart when you drink that slow. I wanna do this till I get stuck. I wanna do this till I get stuck. You look down. You look up. You look down. You look up. I come back down till your eyes look mine. I watch the words drop from your smile. You might be a lot but I made up my mind. You might be a lie, but I made up my mind. You look up. Don't tell me I'm not. you call it the moment i think we both knew we're gonna do this do we get stuck we're gonna do this do we get stuck you look down you look up you look down you look up tricks little tricks you waste them on me step down for a minute i might be a lie but you made up your mind i might be a lie but you made up your mind You're
3: Hello, this is TuneFM 106.9. You're in for everyone here, and we're going to be finishing up, really. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm.
1: I have to say that that's a lot more energy than we put into it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you know, we're here, you
0: know. We yeah. exist.
1: <laughs> mm. Oh, gosh, it feels bad now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Being stepped up by the new guy.
1: Yeah. Oh, feels bad. Feels really bad.
0: Yeah, oh, that's just our production level. So I know
1: I'm supposed to have been looking up for some looking up stuff for us to talk, but I've actually just been looking at KFC. So I'm afraid
3: <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'll just talk about some st- Stellaris things. Yeah. Um. So,
1: do you have any idea what prompted them to update Stellaris from old systems to new systems? Because they complete basically they completely changed how planet management. Plays. Works. Well, like, they, completely.
3: Cha- they changed how the fleets work. They changed how the, you colonize planets. Mm. They changed how you actually expand across the galaxy. They changed how combat works. Basically, so they changed the game. It's yeah. basically Why a different didn't game. Why
2: not they just release it a new is game? Is, basically,
3: unlike with CK2 or European of Asalus, oh no, with CK2, there has been a lot of. T- basically, CK2 and. Um, Stellaris and I'd say Hearts of Iron when it finally gets finished are probably going to be completely different games for what they started with. Hearts of Iron is looking like it's going to be like its predecessors eventually but with better materials like Mm. an actual AI and then um, Stellaris from what I can tell they already had a plan on having a completely different gameplay for the long term. The issue is that they wanted to actually have an They actually wanted to have something for when they launched. So basically, they've been patching out all the various things that they were just keeping in there as a temporary thing so that they could put in proper mechanics that they wanted to work upon. Okay. See, I've only played that game like once or twice.
0: It's not easy. (laughs) Yeah, try to figure out how that game works while you're playing the game. At
3: this point, it is so easy. Basically, you can start off... Nowadays, with particularly with the most recent patches, enemy empires have been halved in their expansion rate, and that's in addition to previous slowing downs of their expansion rate. So now, mm. by the time you've colonized or at least uh, put on outposts on about 20 systems, they've probably only gotten the nearest five planets.
0: Mm. See, like, I played that game, like... The same save, like, I've only played, like, two different saves. But um, I've played them for, like, one of them was, like, I don't know, like, nearly 20 hours. And, like, at the end of playing that save, I only just figured out that you needed to actually, like, attack a planet with a certain thing mm, yeah. to actually, like, take over that planet. Yeah, So it's like, I'm 20 hours into this game and I still don't even know how to take... Enemies!
1: Oh, it took, it took me so long to work out how to do that. So like, what do I do? Just, <laughs> it's, I'm there.
0: It's funny, my friends are like, you know, expanding and all this stuff and I'm just like, so wait, what do I actually do? <laughs> and then what's even funnier is that after, that they played after, after Without Me and my, the person that I was, turned around and like betrayed them and they just instantly went, bang, you're dead. So my, like, empire that I built for 20 hours in this game was just wiped away by my
3: friends. Well, in my oh. case, my expand... I
2: expan- call good friends, too. In <laughs>
3: yeah. my case, my spent expan- Because I prioritise expansion over colonisation. So what I do is I just go... I have a mod on so I can do the auto surveying thing because that that level of micromanagement is so infuriating <laughs> until you can finally get the bloody technology for it oh yeah but yeah that I have auto surveying on so that uh, it picks up all the plants that I that uh, get surveyed and then what happens is that I basically pick out the best sort of resources that they have on typically energy and a lot of minerals for the early things in various solar systems prioritize their colonization as a form of expansion so I th- can build up my resources, so mm. I can build up my navies and whatnot. So that even if I look very big on paper, I'm not actually all that <laughs> big in reality. Yeah. But I am large enough so I can surround my enemies and prevent them from expanding <laughs> out, and also have a, thus be able to build a large and larger fleet so I can just crush them whenever I like.
0: Mm.
3: It's like, no, you you stay there, no, stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, My worst, the worst aspect of Stellaris is still the warfare. Because, mm. yeah, the, the new changes that they've made for a lot of things are very confusing, but they've also removed a lot of the various casus bellies that you can do. Like, you used to be able to eradicate species, mm. Now you have to subjugate them, then bring in various civil policies to weed them out, which (laughs) takes ages. I don't want to have this methane planet. I'm human.
4: (laughs) Mm.
1: I I don't even understand that whole system, that whole scenario. Like, you know, I formed an alliance or something like that. Like, for instance, I was playing a Star Trek mod, and I absorb a new uh, empire into the Federation, and then boom. All of these notifications, like you've got casus bellies against like a bazillion people. It's like, I've
3: got no clue what these mean. (laughs) Or they've got casus bellies upon you.
1: Yeah, it's like, I've got no idea what any of that means. It's just a bazillion pop-ups.
3: Basically, the idea is to expand fast enough so that you have enough resources so that when they have all these casus bellies against you, they can't actually do anything because you are so much bigger than them and prevented their means of expanding to the point where they cannot declare war on you because the AI isn't that stupid. Because mm. <laughs> previously, they would declare war on you, and because of the way that they structured the AI, the AI, even on easy mode, would have more fleets than you.
1: Yeah, mm. it, it just
3: does. And I mean, I,
1: I can never keep up in terms of fleet power.
3: I mean, back when I first started, and my brother, of course, he did it before me, he got the game, and most of the DLC. Um, you used to, by the time you had... 30 planets, you used to have enemy AIs that had already taken over a third of the galaxy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I take over a third of the galaxy, and most of these empires haven't even left their nearing solar systems.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Anyways, yeah. um, we should probably uh, get some serious plugging. Yes. Plugging part two, because we already did a bunch of earlier
0: on. Oh, yeah. Um, we don't know where we're going to be tomorrow.
1: Yes, okay, so we're not going to be in the stro. <laughs> we're either going to be in uh, the cafe... Yeah. Which, I don't like the cafe, it's cold.
0: Yeah, the cafe is fairly cold, especially like in winter time and stuff. Mm. So we're either going to be there, or if we're not there, we're going to be in the little society's room, mm. which is where the old um, post, post office Yes,
1: Yeah, it's in the old to post be. office. There's gonna be a sign at the front to say, hey, we're here. Yeah. And hopefully, I believe most people come and park in the- Top car, car park. Top car park, so they'll Northern walk past us anyway, which will be good. Mm. Please so, don't be. Whatever you do, please do not be your standard, you know, or abnormal athletic gamer. Please drive, because that'll <laughs> make it so much easier to find us. Yeah,
0: so, um, we're also going to put it on Facebook and stuff where we're up to, but um, we probably won't be doing a um barbecue next week. or Yeah, tomorrow. It'll, be,
1: it'll just be difficult to handle
0: because um they have a function in the stro so and the barbecue is next to the stro and i don't want to exactly be sitting outside the stro cooking a barbecue while there's a function going on and just like looking at them awkwardly i don't know we could probably offer to sell them stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, we're still going to have drinks and stuff though so um yeah we will only have one five system down um we'll have our computers, our switch. Um maybe not uh Xbox. Yeah. Um It's a lot of carrying to so be out of the ba- Yeah. We're gonna have a smaller gaming session. Maybe focus more on um board games and stuff like that. Yeah, lightweight things. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah. But we're still going to be down. We're still going to have
1: fun and stuff like that. And yep. And mark it on your calendars, 10th to the 11th of August. It's the second week. We've got 24 hour games night. Please come. It's great. We put lots of effort in.
0: Yeah. So we're going to be having our 24 um, hour gaming marathon. So we're going to have a whole bunch of stuff there, like um, a full on land party. Try and get like different games going. Maybe Gmod, maybe Minecraft, maybe this, that and the other. Um, we're probably going to also try and set up a 16 player Halo Mm. though. We'll see how that goes. We might need more TVs and stuff like that, or to, you know, take a TV from somewhere else, Mm. also going to have like, you know, all the regular stuff that we have, so, um, going to have all of our board games, magic as well. And we're going to be cooking a dinner for that night. So just our normal sausages and drinks, and we'll also be providing breakfast, hmm. probably free of charge. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's
2: looking free.
0: Yeah. Because it'll be something small. Also, if you want me to cook something else, you can uh, bring something up. So if you want a steak sandwich, you can bring up a steak
1: and I'll cook it for you. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah. Should be good. So
1: yeah. I think ew, that, that that occurred a lot. Yes,
0: <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much it. Yes, yeah, so we'll be back six
1: o'clock next Monday. Here
0: uh, on
2: June.
1: <laughs> yep, here on June. We've got Spotify and iTunes and other stuff. I don't know what they are. Check us out. See if you can find them. Listen to this episode again. Yes. And uh, I think that's it. So, um, that's us for the night. Cool. Yep. Bye. 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 Bye.